welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Somewhere Here on Earth. Uh, originally released as part of the guitar single, uh, and then of course later it showed up on Planet Earth along with guitar. Recorded early 2007 at the 3121 at the Rio, uh, and released on the 9th of July 2007, roughly a fortnight before the album was made available. On the track it is Prince, CeCe Dunham, Josh Dunham, Christian Scott on trumpet, and Renata Nato making a return. Uh, the track was 5 minutes 59 when originally released, and then 5.46 when it was put onto planet Earth. And joining me to talk about today is Erica Thompson. Hello, Erica. Hello. I feel like this is probably, you know, a straightforward ballad would be how I would put it. Um, there is a live performance of it that Prince did uh, like two years later, which I was, which I just found kind of odd because normally Prince moves on so quickly from his his songs. Uh, but when he was promoting uh, Lotus Flower and um, and MPLS Sound, he did like f I don't know three or four nights on Jay Leno, um, doing songs off that album. Um, and then he returned a couple months later, and I I have no idea why. And then he just performed this on Jay Leno, I guess maybe because Jay. I know he was he was doing his uh, residency, I think, in Los Angeles or something at the time, wasn't he? So I guess he was local and uh, Jay Leno needed a musical guest and Prince appeared. And um, that version is like, um, I don't know, it's uh, it's very it, it turns it into a seduction because the way Prince is singing it, like the camera is like literally like every time he turns, he's directly looking down the camera and kind of just seducing the audience uh, with every line. Um, and it's set in like, I don't know, I think it's meant to be some kind of Parisian cafe set that they've got set up there. And there's like people singing tables along with the musicians in the background that are actually like playing along. Um, and I don't know, it, it, I, it's a really fun performance. Um, and it kind of really brings a song to life because with like literally with every line, Prince is staring down the camera. Um, and, you know, he's as, as always, he looks fabulous. And like literally every time the camera changes angle, his head is already turned to catch the new angle and he's already singing down like straight down the barrel of the camera it's it's an amazing i love that performance um it's such a great performance of the song um and you know certainly worth looking up but yeah this is like the most kind of straightforward ballad i would say on this album um i'm struggling to remember if there's anything else on here that would kind of fit in this same genre um i find that uh, planet earth has like a lot of different kind of um you know, different genres on here. You know, we've just kind of come off like two kind of rock songs back to back and then we're kind of straight into a ballad. Um, and, you know, kind of later on, there are, there are a few other different genres on here. But uh, yeah, so I don't know, like for me, just probably this, a simple ballad. Yeah, I agree uh, too. And it's a it's a an especially slow ballad. And I find that when I listen to this album, I have to be in a certain mood for this song. I really do enjoy the song, but sometimes I might skip it if I'm not like wanting to sit down and listen to something that slow. But I agree with you. The performance on Jay Leno is awesome. And I believe like the piano player is like behind the bar, like the bartender, which is really cool. Yeah. That always stands <laughs> out to me. But, um, also, you know, he performed this on the 21 Nights in London, the Earth Tour, and um, those performances are really good. I saw one recently someone put on social media, but I think on the Jay Leno performance and on the performances on the 21 Nights in London tour, he's got the disco ball during the performance, and so, like, the lights, you know, hit him, and it's just, it's such a beautiful, beautiful setting, and um, I wanted to ask you, Darren, about Renato Neto, because I think I was looking on Prince Vault, and it says he's on the track, but it's questionable, 
And so it seems like folks don't know if it's Prince playing the piano on the track or Renato, but definitely in some live performances, not on Jay Leno, but on the tour, Renato is doing that, that piano solo. But in the 20, but in the, I'm sorry, the Somewhere Here on Earth video, Prince is playing the piano in the video. So I don't know if there's some confusion there. Do you know, Darren? No, I mean, like the credits obviously for Planet Earth are a little bit kind of hard to come by, being, like, you know, given the way it was released, it's just like a, you know, a free CD given away with newspapers over here so um like the credits yeah are, are, are kind of people aren't even sure up, like where stuff was recorded they kind of guess at either you know paisley park or the, you know the the 3121 um just depending on like kind of um like a, a, when they were recorded basically so all the stuff from the previous year was basically done at Paisley Park and all the stuff while he was doing his residency in um at, at the Rio was kind of recorded people guess at the Rio you know like so um yeah I don't I mean I don't know that there's it like in terms of that piano solo I don't know that there's anything that kind of pegs it as being Renata Nato or like I, mean, I don't know like I feel I feel like Prince's kind of piano skills are probably as good as Renata Nato so it's like um, you know, it's kind of like, okay, you know, I, I guess it could be either one of them. But yeah, the, the credits on this album were a little bit kind of difficult for people to kind of um, nail down precisely. Um, aside from obviously tracks that were, you know, recorded um, with Michael B and Sonny T, I think people kind of know which ones those were um, due to the information that was gleaned from Paisley Park. I, I just like, as you were talking, I pulled out my own 3121 CD and of or excuse me, Planet Earth CD. And, you know, folks should know that they have been reissued um, lately, but I have the original one, you know, that came out in the States and I believe I got it from Target. I didn't get it in our newspaper, unfortunately. That would have been cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like even like looking at the credits here, you can't really tell who was doing what. But um, according to Prince Vault, um, the trumpet player on the track is Christian Scott. And I think the muted trumpet part really makes the song. And um, live, he used other trumpet players like Lee Hogan's on the on the um, 21 Nights in London. But I just love that trumpet part. And so I interviewed Najee, who played uh, sax for Prince earlier. And he said that Prince would sometimes sing his horn parts to him to tell him what he wanted to play since Prince didn't write, you know, no take musical notation. So I was kind of wondering, and I guess we won't know unless we reach out to the trumpet player, like if Prince sang that trumpet line to him or if that's something that he came up with. But I love that part of the track. Yeah, I mean, I'm always a fan of a muted trumpet. I played in school band. Uh, I played saxophone in school band uh, when I was at school. And, uh, you know, kind of there was a there was a trumpet player who used to be in our band who was extremely talented um, and he would play sometimes like just for fun. He would play like a muted cornet instead of like the proper trumpet. And the sound is so kind of distinct, like when you when you like mute a brass instrument um, that I, I feel like, um, you know, I would never get tired of that. Whereas like, you know, brass sections in orchestras are interesting. The second you just mute a trumpet, you're like, oh, well, straight away, it sounds more interesting and <laughs> makes it more exciting. So, you know, if, if anything, if anyone sticks a muted trumpet in anything, I think I'll pretty much be a fan of it. And, you know, if it was three, three out of five, it immediately becomes a four out of five just for a muted trumpet being in a song, because, um, you know, I'm always I'm always a fan of like a muted trumpet. Um, you know, speaking of like instrumentation. So on the Jay Leno performance, like he uses flutes and I believe clarinets. Um, but he doesn't have a trumpet there. So that's an interesting arrangement. But then, you know, in the other shows, he does have the trumpet. And I think both versions work. 
Um, in terms of the lyrics, so like we all know that Prince can be pretty quirky at times. And like sometimes like he just has these off the wall lyrics that kind of take me out of the song a bit. But here on Somewhere Here on Earth, I think the lyrics are really, really beautiful and really consistent. And I love the idea of just that holding out hope that the love of your life is waiting for you somewhere here on earth. I think it's just such a beautiful notion. Like he says, even though I'm all alone for what it's worth, you're somewhere here on earth. And then he talks about, you know, it's time to heal. There's no more hurt as long as I'm here on earth. And, um, you know, I, I also think, I, I feel like when this song came out, I was kind of thinking about his own life because he was recently divorced from his second wife. So I kind of thought, oh, that's kind of nice to think that he's like thinking about this, right? If he's, if he's writing it literally, but I really enjoy the lyrics as well. Yeah, I, I think, I think, um, I mean, the one that stands out to me, like the line that stands out is when he talks about in this digital age, <laughs> you could just page me. I know it's a rage, but it doesn't, it just doesn't engage me. Uh, I like the face to face. Do you want what do you want? <laughs> do you want to do this at yours or my place? Which is a great phrasing of that as well. I mean, um, but yeah, this is like the second time that he's mentioned pages as well, like in in kind of as many albums, um, you know, because he talked about uh, what's I try to remember the song that was remade from One Night Alone. Um, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, but he also talked about paging him there. Um, and I do like this idea that Prince is just slightly behind the times yeah. with his technology. You know, just like I'm sure everyone at Paisley Park in 2007 probably had a pager that Prince could get them on. Um, and it probably would have been a couple more years before everybody started, you know, converting to mobile phones. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think the kind of the I mean, the, the, the lyrics themselves feel kind of more poetic than some of the some of the other stuff that's on this album. Uh, obviously, we say this following a track that was just about how much Prince loves his guitar. Um, so <laughs> which was not like a particularly deep song. Um, but I do I do like when he says, uh, you know, I really want to uh, touch you too in a way I'm much too shy to speak. And I think obviously that's something that a lot of people said about Prince. You know, obviously he had this kind of larger than life personality. Um, and it, and there's a there's another performance of, of Jay Leno of another song that I think we're going to be discussing later on um, where Jay Leno's on stage with Prince. And Jay Leno is a tall person anyway, but he's like towering over Prince. But Prince is still performing and your eye is not drawn to Jay Leno, who's this like giant next to Prince, but it's still drawn to Prince. Um, and you're like, you know, so that's that's kind of like his onstage persona was always so magnetic that you could like it doesn't matter what's going on on stage. I think your eyes were always kind of drawn to Prince and whatever Prince was doing, um, you know, regardless of, of, you know, who was around him. Um, and I think, you know, obviously people always said that in life he was a lot shyer than this kind of onstage persona, which, you know, it's something a lot of kind of performers have where they're you're kind of very outgoing and, and kind of gregarious on stage. But, you know, in a in a kind of personal setting, they're likely to be in much, you know, much shyer. Um, but, you know, this is probably the first time that Prince has mentioned being shy, like in a song. I can't recall any of the songs before this where he's talked about his own kind of shyness um, in any way. So it's just interesting to hear, um, you know, that kind of you know him kind of admitting that a little bit although at the same time he's framing it in a slightly different he's framing it as if in this interaction with this person that he's waiting for he's too shy rather than this is just a general thing he's not just saying i'm very shy in you know personal life he's just kind of framing it in this one particular context but still you know it's it's interesting to have that kind of admission for someone who you know on a number of songs has boasted about various things um it's nice to kind of have this idea that maybe like once he you know meets someone that he uh, is interested in he's shy around that person 
you know, like and, and you know, kind of, I don't know. It just, it just, it just feels interesting that he's kind of expressing that in the song. Yeah, I agree with you. And I guess the song "Shy" from the '90s, it was more in thir- like a third-person narration than talking about himself. But yeah, and and you know, something to think about too around this time is, of course, I, I feel like I always bring it up, but his religion and being a Jehovah's Witness, some of the sexual references were much more subtle than they had been and I I don't know if that's something he thought about in this song uh, but I always tend to keep that in the back of my head too but I like I like your perspective on that too that is that is um, very refreshing to hear you know as as with I don't know I would say like the last couple of albums uh, we're kind of missing a chorus really I mean we have we have the return to the phrase you know here on earth and someone here somewhere here on earth throughout the song but there's no kind of like strict verse chorus thing. I guess that's maybe why this feels a bit more poetic than some of the other songs that are on this album. Because, um, well, I mean, guitar has a very simple chorus because it's it's pretty much Prince just saying not like I love my guitar over and over again, um, you know, and playing a guitar very loudly. Uh, but here it's like you know he'll he'll kind of say the words somewhere here on earth. Um, and you know he has as long as I'm here on earth now you're here on earth like there's just a kind of there's different uses of that phrase but there's no like kind of real chorus and that's something that's been true of I don't know the last four or five albums the prince has done he seems to have shied away from doing straight out choruses um, you know and he seems to kind of just go for kind of more um, kind of poetic structures Um, so this just feels like a series of kind of stanzas rather than you know like a, a strict kind of verse chorus thing um, you know, although I, I, I mean, at the same time, I, it feels kind of more hopeful than some of the other kind of print stuff that we've had in recent years. There's been some very kind of like melancholic songs. Um, I don't know if his divorce kind of brought that on, but certainly on the on the last couple of albums, there's been some songs where I've noticed that he sounds a bit more kind of melancholy about things. And this I, I, I don't know if I'd say upbeat, but it certainly feels more hopeful, um, you know, and also the kind of, you know, you know, my place or yours. The fact that he's put that in here, you know, like you say, Prince is kind of kind of tamping down the sexuality just a little bit, but he can never completely get rid of it. There's always, even when he's been as religious as he possibly can, there's always just a tiny little hint of, you know, 1980s Prince kind of comes through um, every now and again. It's like he just can't help himself, you know, even when he's talking about finding, you know, the person that he's longing to be with. This still has to be a like, you know, but once we meet, we have to decide on a venue. And I, I still kind of like that. I still kind of like that he's he's being as romantic and as poetic as he possibly can. Uh, but he still he still needs to know where, you know, where the deed is going to happen. Yeah, it's kind of funny because on the Jay Leno performance, and of course, as you mentioned, it was a couple years after the song was released. But Bria Valente is in the background in the setting. So, you know, he had all... I guess allegedly already found that person then because they allegedly dated. Um, so that's kind of cool. Like, and how cool is it, I guess, to be Bria to have him singing that that poetic romantic song, um, and then you're sitting behind him on stage. That so I, I would imagine that she probably felt pretty good about that. And I, I mean, I would urge as many people as possible to go and watch that performance because it is such a great performance. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, at this point I've talked about Prince, I don't know, for 400 something episodes here. And occasionally I kind of forget what Prince was, which sounds weird to say. But um, but then watching that performance, I'm just like, yeah, of course, that was like that. That was why I you know fell in love with him as an artist was just the kind of magnetism he had and just the ability to, um, you know, kind of just look at the camera. And, you know, he has, you know, those beautiful eyes just staring straight at you and you're like, 
well, if, you know, why would I not love this guy? This guy is like, you know, and I think that's, I think just the fact that he can kind of seduce the audience so well was just one of those things, um, you know, even when he was in like gigantic stadiums, you know, you see these performances, you know, that you can find online of, you know, the last couple of tours where he was, you know, doing the piano and microphone. And there's a lot of them on YouTube. Uh, of course, they get regularly taken down. So <laughs> you have to find them quickly. Um, but you can see like even on like a video screen, you know, in the middle of these huge venues, He's still kind of seducing individual members of the audience just with his his voice and his performance. Um, and, you know, I think it's important to kind of remember that when talking about um, these many, many hundreds of songs that I'm talking about. You know, it's like he had that kind of that magnetism and just the ability to kind of draw you in. Um, even if you're, you know, I'm guessing the people in that audience they might not have even heard this song before Prince performed it. Um, so I'm guessing by the end of it, though, they were very much... If I was in that audience, I'd get to, I'd get to the end of that song and I'd be like, "What? You know, where can I buy this song? I have to, I have to buy this song now. <laughs> you know? um, and I think, obviously, that's what you know, performances on talk shows were all about, was selling stuff. Um, and you know, Prince always turned those into like, really captivating performances. Um, particularly when he didn't like David Letterman and he would just basically wander off stage and never talk to David Letterman, which always amused me. Um, but yeah, so I guess he was a bit friendlier with Jay Leno. Um, so we know which side he fell on, fell on in, in that battle between Jay and Dave. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, this is this is a this is a kind of I would say I was going to say five out of five, but I don't think so. I think probably it's just a solid four out of five. Um, and I think, like you say, yeah, it is a very like in terms of a ballad, it is very it is very slow, which, you know, is is the nature of the beast. But um, it it could kind of it could do with like, you know, being 30 seconds short or something. And then it would be a five out of five for me. But it is just it just stay, it overstays its welcome just a little bit too much. Um, and the live performance, it feels like it's just a tiny bit quicker um, the way it's performed. Um, so I'm guessing in the two years that Prince had been performing it, he realized maybe it needed to just kind of deliver the point a bit faster. Um, but yeah, so I'd say a solid four out of five for me. Yeah, I think we're absolutely on the same page. It's a beautiful song, but I would still give it a four out of five because like I said, I have to be in a certain mood. And if I think about other ballads that I love, like maybe like a pink cashmere, I'm never going to skip pink cashmere, but I'll skip this occasionally. So yeah, four out of five for me. I mean, it is like the second longest track on the album. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, it, I, and, and, and the thing is as well, like, you know, Planet Earth, um, which is the longest track on the album, obviously the album, that at least goes through, like it turns from a ballad into like a rock song and like it, ha it has kind of some movements. Uh, this is very much kind of the same thing for almost six minutes. So uh, I think that's the only thing that really lets it down. But, you know, Prince's voice is beautiful on it. And like we say, you know, it's got that muted trumpet. It's got a nice piano solo. Like there's still different elements here that are worth enjoying, but it, it just doesn't kind of elevate itself to a five out of five. There are other ballads, I would say, that are easy five out of fives. Um, and I don't think this is in that company. So, you know, like we said, Prince performed it on, uh, you know, on the Jay Leno show. Um, he also performed it quite regularly on the tours in 2009 and 2011. And obviously, um, you know, when he had when he was sitting at his piano for the, the final tours that he did, obviously he played this quite a few times as well, because, um, you know, it's a piano ballad. And <laughs> so it feels easily, easily fits into, you know, his set list. Um, so obviously it was a song that Prince, you know, it must have meant something to him for him to kind of keep performing it for basically the rest of his life. You know, the next kind of like nine years of his tours, he was performing it on there, um, you know. Uh, and like you say, there are different performances of it available um, on the Internet. Uh, I mean, obviously, as long as they're up and, and the, the estate don't force people to take them down, unfortunately, <laughs> which seems to happen quite a lot. I'll, I'll think, oh, I there was a great live performance of this song and then I'll go find it. And unfortunately, it's gone. So, 
if you can find performances of this online, I would suggest you, you find them as quickly as you can and, and, uh, and watch them. Um, so I feel like we said about as much as we can about somewhere here on Earth. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Eric? Absolutely. Uh, before I do that, I just want to say, even though Prince is not physically on Earth, uh, his mu- he lives on through his music. <laughs> and um, I'm writing a book about Prince and spirituality. You can find that at a purpledayindecember.com to follow me along on that journey. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Miss, M-I-S-S underscore E Thompson, E-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by track or on twitter or prince podcast or you could email us not sure why you would at prince by track at gmail.com thanks so much more for being my guest here Erica. thank you so much and otherwise so many people really want resolution